Hello and a very warm welcome to the brand new show, Con Sally Talk. My name is Charlie Green and I will be your host for this series. And the idea for this is I'll be joined by some of the best consultants from around the globe to discuss various topics about their day-to-day -day life, from balancing their work life to networking around the world to diversity in the workplace, it really can be anything. On today's episode, we are discussing the effect of COVID-19 on our guest consulting lives and had been balancing work from home. I'm joined by Dina Ivanova from Ernst & Young and Christine Rue from IBM. Thank you so much for both joining me today and coming on the show. Let's start with whereabouts you're joining me from and then a brief, brief description of your consulting role. So Dina, let's start with you. Yep, sure. Hi, um, I'm a senior consultant in EY. Uh, I've been working mostly uh, with wealth and asset managers, uh, now focusing on the customer experience side of things, uh, and I'm joining you from London. Okay, and Christine? Yeah, hi, I'm Christine. Um, I'm joining you from Munich. Um, I'm an IT strategy consultant at IBM uh, for two years now, and I'm currently working in project management for implementing an HR uh, cloud application um, for the client and yeah, I'm a project manager and service manager right now. Okay, so it's always been a year of crazy times under COVID-19, which has seen a large majority of us having to adjust to working from home. With consultants normally spending a lot of their time working and traveling, Dina, I have to ask the obvious question, how have you found a change in lifestyle working from home? Well, <laughs> it hasn't been super easy, even though I think consultants are kind of best placed to work from uh, any environment. Uh, it was quite easy for us to, uh, you know, just open our laptops at home because we usually have everything we need uh, to change locations very quickly. Um, but I think for a prolonged period of time, uh, it does get to you because we have a very social profession. I would say we're really used to working in teams. Uh, we really value the social interactions, the social aspects of our jobs. And um, I think we'll really miss that. Yeah. And Christine, for you being a senior IT strategy consultant, what has life working remotely looked like for you? Yeah, I can totally um, uh, um, support uh, Dina's uh, statement here. It's really a lot about um, social interactions as a consultant. And we are really um, yeah, we are a lot of inter we have a lot of interactions with the client, um, with our colleagues, and we really um, yeah appreciate um, being uh, locally there and um, to really talk to them face to face. And um, but nevertheless, I was I was used working from home from remote. There was always one day a week where we stayed at home, so this is not really new and the remote work, but. Um, now to be home for 100% um, definitely has changed a lot, I would say. Yeah, it really is a big difference. Yeah. So many people from multiple industries have had to adapt to their working from home, leading to both positive and negative changes in their daily working life. We'll start on a positive note because there doesn't seem to be much positivity in the world right now. And Dina, what have been some of the changes you've actually enjoyed most about from working home? Yeah, so I think the routine is definitely much better, obviously, because you have the time before you start work for yourself. Uh, um, I've adopted uh, a new habit of, you know, always going for a walk before I start my day, which which has been great. Um, doing more sports because uh, it's much easier um, to kind of quickly 
fit it into your day or straight after your day, you don't spend the time on the commute. Um, so that has definitely been uh, a big, big positive for me. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to agree with that. The amount of time you actually spend during a working week commuting is a crazy how much you can sort of make up and try out new things when you don't have to do that. And for you, Christine, what have you enjoyed most about this sort of extremely weird experience? Yeah, so um, I, uh, again, have the same experience that I have more time for myself and I spend more time um, doing sports throughout the day. I um, Sometimes I use lunch break for, um, for running um, or I do my workouts in the morning. And um, But um, yeah, I um, also started uh, cooking a lot, preparing food, <laughs> um, uh, going out and... Um, yeah, so basically it's uh, also from the financial perspective, <laughs> I saved a lot of money for not buying coffee at the coffee store. So, um, yeah, that has also had an impact on me. That coffee addiction. What is the best uh, recipe you've, you've picked up during your home cooking? Oh, that's quite a difficult question. Um, I would say I, I lately just made um, some pasta with um, avocado pesto and, and uh, shrimp. So that was quite um, a nice uh, dinner. <laughs> yeah, sounds interesting. Uh, so, but sadly, though, there have been many struggles to working from home. I mean, I can think of many uh, for me, but broadcasting over Zoom, depending on Wi-Fi, has been a, a, a real nightmare. But Dina, what have you struggled with when trying to balance your life from working at home? Um, I think obviously everybody is in different situations and mine is probably not the worst as, you know, I don't have a family to take care of or, um, I, you know, I don't have like a full house of people who are always talking behind you on the call. Um, and I'm also not alone. So I still have a flatmate to speak to if, uh, if I need to share something, but I think it's just still um, being surrounded by your coworkers to kind of decide on something quickly or just, you know, have a, this personal connection with someone. It's, it's been much, much harder over uh, video or over calls. And I think to some people, you just end up not talking at all just because you don't bump into them in the office. Uh, and it's quite hard to kind of schedule um, just a meeting just to catch up uh, and talk about not work-related stuff because uh, I think you need that sometimes um, and it really helps to kind of uh, take your mind off um, some of the serious things that you may be dealing with. Yeah and it's just that, I'm sure that social aspect just losing that must be a massive change. Where is your uh, work from home spot? Where do you like to work from home? I've changed my locations quite a bit. <laughs> I've been working from the living room, which was nice, but then there's the kitchen right in front of it. So I, I, I just kind of <laughs> get up every half an hour to make myself tea or coffee or snack. Um, so that probably isn't great. <laughs> well, it could so be I've a good distraction. To... Yeah, it could be. <laughs> but now I'm trying out the bedroom, um, which is nice, but also I think you need to separate the space from the work and kind of relax, uh, relaxing environment. Um, so I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. And Christine, is this something you can relate to or is there anything else that you've had that you have found particularly difficult when working from home? Yeah, so it's definitely also the aspect with the, with the social context. Um, but also for me, it was quite challenging at the beginning to get a well-structured day 
So um, to really separate um, or to kind of build a, um, how to say, um, a virtual boundary between work and life. So uh, for me, it was kind of hard to really, um, yeah, take, um, just not thinking about work um, after work anymore and to really set the boundary. So um, that was quite a challenge, but I really overcame this and um, there was a lot of work and a lot of reflecting, analyzing, and then just, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it almost like, it's like it's like Groundhog Day. It all sort of every day molds into one. It seems that's what I'm personally struggling with. And yeah. Christine, what has been sort of a particular worst moment you can tell us about whilst working from home for you? Worst moment was actually um, <laughs> I was really uh, struggling when the apartment um, under my apartment uh, was um, there were construction workers. It was in the summertime, I remember that. And um, yeah, I was in client meetings and I always had to apologize for that noise. And that was really, was really annoying and um, just distracting me. And I don't want to show with this unprofessional environment. And I, I just couldn't change it because wherever I went in whatever room I went in my apartment, there was just this noise coming up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I I could definitely relate to that. Actually, it's funny you mention that because just before uh, we started this call, the next door neighbors had some builders in. I don't know what they were doing, but they were making the most horrendous noise. And I was like, this is not going to be a good start <laughs> if there's just some banging going on uh, whilst I'm talking. But no, I definitely agree with that. And now when it comes to networking, Dina, have you found that networking with your EY clients has become more difficult? If so, how have you overcome this? Uh, yes, so I would say in terms of more spontaneous networking that we used to have at events or even drinks or, you know, kind of like um, real life events that we now no longer have, that, that has been much more difficult because obviously you, in, in LinkedIn or in any other social media, uh, it's still not as natural when you kind of start the conversation or connect with someone. Um, but in terms of my uh, clients who I've been working with on projects, I think that's been good. And to be honest, maybe even better because you get a glimpse of their home life, of their personal life. Uh, you sometimes see their kids, so you get to find out much more <laughs> than you usually would. And uh, you know, you meet their wives, you meet their pets. So <laughs> that has been nice. Oh, sure. And Christine, how have you adapted your ways of networking with clients? Um, so, honestly, it hasn't changed much. Um, we are, we have, I don't know, we use those chat um, applications and um, if we need something ad hoc, we just, um, yeah, we just chat or, um, of course, we also have video calls um, and there was those there were those months, I think it was in August or September, where we, where we used um, the ability to, uh, to meet for lunch. So we really met on site um, <laughs> this little uh, time frame and um, to meet uh, again. But uh, yeah, now we just, it's actually the same, like Dina said, sometimes just see um, some of their family members or you, they tell about who's barking there, whatever, and then you just have a the more private conversation that's quite helping yeah i mean that's interesting i will just ask both of you when was the last sort of time that you were doing face-to-face -face meetings i mean has i mean 
have you had a massive break obviously since last March or have you had the opportunity to actually go and do some personal networking face to face? Dina, you can go first. <laughs> um, I, so I haven't been to the office uh, a single time since March. Um, and even though there were some timeframes where you could meet, I think people were still cautious or they were still kind of um, away or living quite far from London. Um, so I only met with some of my colleagues um, who are, you know, also senior consultants um, just to catch up, but it wasn't in a, in a kind of professional um, in environment. It was just more uh, as friends. Yeah. And then Christine, for you? Yeah, so um, for me, it's a little different since our office is still open and for business critical reasons, you can always go there. So just for in case my uh, construction works would have lasted any longer, I could escape to the office, to be honest. Um, and still, if there's, um, if I have important meetings where I really want to ensure a stable network and everything, I can still go there. Um, but on the client side, it's really shut down since March and uh, we could never go back there since. Yeah. But like I said, I met the clients face-to-face uh, -face in September, October, somewhere. Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah. And of course, there are a few advantages to this new way of life that consultants are sort of joking about. And what has been the best thing about not actually being at the client side? Uh, Dino, I'll go with you on this one first. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think in the first few months, a lot of people took the advantage to, you know, travel, to go home, to work from other countries. Um, I'm pretty sure now it's not really allowed by most of the consulting firms due to tax reasons or um, others. But I think just that freedom uh, was amazing. And uh, while the organizations were still figuring out um, if it's possible or not, a lot of the people enjoyed, you know, being with their families first time uh, for such a long time uh, or just literally going to a new country <laughs> and living there. Um, so I think that's quite a unique experience. Uh, and Christine? Yeah, um, to be honest, I didn't make that many um, positive um, experiences uh, because I really enjoyed to be there. I really enjoyed the social interactions also with my colleagues and the coffee breaks and the good coffee and the lunch together. Um, so it's actually just uh, the travel there the travel time that I um, that I see very positive that I don't need to go to the yeah to the subway for half an hour and also backwards so yeah. that's positive but other than that I miss it a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I miss it too <laughs> so I mean I found myself thinking a lot of the time what life was like before the pandemic even though it seems so far away and I've almost forgotten but Basically, I miss how much sort of like you both have mentioned, um, seeing people in person and the social aspect of life. So from what is normally a very social world of consulting, Christine, what is the one thing that you've mo you've missed most from your old working lifestyle with IBM? Yeah, the most thing is really the, the feeling um, of feeling uh, to of, of belonging to to, to um, to a project or I don't know it's not belonging to the client it's not belonging to the company but really the, the feeling of um, 
yeah, being needed on site, so to say, and, and the social interactions there and, and the, the whole environment, actually. So I can say, yeah, that's really, I really yeah. miss that. If I could, I would change it. Dina, <laughs> what are you missing the most and sort of craving to get back to as soon as possible? Uh, I think for me, it's just not looking at the screen for such a long time, because I remember there were days where you would have so many meetings um, and so many different catch ups and stuff like this, that you would be barely sitting down uh, and looking at your laptop, you would just be, you know, going to different places, uh, talking to different people. Um, so I, I just really miss uh, not kind of staring <laughs> into a laptop uh, for 12 hours a day. I know, and I, I'm sure you must find this as I did. You get really bad headaches from just staring at a laptop, it seems like, for the whole day. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, well, personally, I've been struggling with that. Oh, I've, I've come off a long day's work and I'm just knackered and the head is, is banging, it seems. Um, but of course, you both also mentioned about sort of traveling side of it. How are your sort of both of your bonus miles doing these days and these sort of free stays at hotels? Are you missing that? So from my experience, I could, uh, I could just tell that my um, projects so far were actually where I live. So I haven't had that much. But I definitely miss it um, in regards to our, um, to our, um, so we had a lot of uh, trainings um, in Europe, spread all over Europe. So I went to Spain, I went to France, I went to Hungary, and I definitely miss, um, miss the time being abroad for, for IBM intern training there. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I can relate because uh, we have a yearly training in Netherlands and that was also like something to look forward to every year. Um, I would also facilitate other events, uh, which is basically just a week of going abroad and, you know, meeting new people. Um, and in terms of my normal work, I actually most of my projects are in London. I've had a couple um, abroad uh, and actually I think late February was my last kind of trip, work trip uh, to New York. And, and that was my last time traveling. <laughs> um, but that was amazing. A very good memory. <laughs> <laughs> Something we can, yeah, I'm sure you can hold on to. Before I finish the first episode of Consali Talk, I'm curious to find out what both of your consulting lives will look like if we ever return to normal as far away as that seems. Dina, do you think this working from home lifestyle may remain the norm even after COVID has gone? Yeah, I think definitely, just because I see so many of my colleagues really enjoying living a little bit outside of London and the countryside um, and uh, people with children, they spend so much more time uh, with their family. And I think even for us, for young people, it's great to have a couple of days at home, maybe one or two and have three in the office. I think that would be ideal just to give enough time to kind of meet the people and then also do your things at home if needed. Yeah, I think I've heard a lot of people talking about the potential of sort of like flexi going in so maybe you'll have one week you go in and a week off or three days of the week you go in and two days off and christine do you think you'll ever return to what your daily working life looked like before covid struck yeah i don't i don't think that it will be completely the same um but it would probably like you said um a mixture kind of a hybrid model that you could um 
be more flexible um, when you go in the office and when you stay at home. And I think it, def I think it definitely um, depends also on the client. I think there will be clients that um, require you to be on site um, like it was before. And then there will be probably more clients um, preferring uh, remote projects if they see that it works and they um, spend a lot of, or they save a lot of money. So um, yeah. Well, thank you to Dino Christine for joining me today on the very first episode of Consali Talk. It's been a pleasure to have both of you on and I wish you all the best in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> And there you have it, the first episode of Consali Talk in the books. Thank you all so much for joining me today. And if you'd like to find out more about the show or even put yourself forward to come on as a guest, please head over to the Consali app and sign up to the Social Professionals Network platform for consultants. Uh, stay safe out there, everybody. Uh, we will get through this eventually, I promise you that. Um, but, for the time, but for the time being, it's bye for now. <laughs>